a new true crime podcast from the team behind Up and Vanished. In 2016, adventurer Justin Alexander was invited on a trek by an Indian holy man. They headed to a spiritual ground in the Himalayan mountains, a place beyond civilization. The holy man returned and said nothing, but Justin was never seen again. What happened to him? Dive into our investigation in Status Untraced. Available now. Listen for free on Spotify. Today is Saturday, September 5th, 2020. On this day in 1986, four hijackers attacked Pan Am Flight 73 on a runway in Pakistan, resulting in the deaths of over 20 passengers and crew. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today, we're covering the hijacking of Pan Am Flight 73, an international flight from Mumbai to New York City. Let's go back to the skies over Pakistan a little after 4 a.m. on September 5th, 1986. Twenty-three-year-old head flight attendant Nirjaba Note was tired. After an early morning departure from Mumbai, she was looking forward to a brief respite while the Boeing 747 was holding for a scheduled stop in Karachi. As she buckled into her seat for landing, she looked over the faces of the nearly 400 passengers on the plane. Most were still dozing when the wheels hit the tarmac at 4.55 a.m. Once the engines shut down, Nirja opened the main front door to allow passengers to disembark. 109 of them got off in Pakistan. Several dozen were taking their place for the journey, which would fly to Frankfurt before heading to New York. As the first busload of new passengers arrived at the boarding steps, Nirja saw an official Pakistani security van screech to a halt nearby. The van had a light and siren, but it was the four heavily armed men who jumped out of the car that got everybody's attention. The four men rushed up the plane's stairs in a dead sprint, big black guns in hand. One of them opened fire on two mechanics standing near the front of the plane. That's when Nirja realized they weren't security personnel. This was a hijacking. Nirja bolted away from the door and picked up the intercom to the cockpit, quickly shouting out the secret hijack code to the pilots. The code had been developed by Pan Am after a spate of hijackings in the 60s and 70s. It let pilots know what was happening without opening the cockpit door and risking a takeover. Then, as the four men entered the plane, Nirja bravely stood in the aisle, doing her best to block the path between the hijackers and the passengers and listening for the click of the cockpit door. There, they'd locked it. The pilots had gotten her message, which meant that they were following the next step of the procedure and evacuating. The cockpit had a special escape cable that let pilots crawl out of the cockpit and slide down to the ground three stories below. With the cockpit locked and empty, 
the giant plane wasn't going anywhere, nor were the passengers. It was just 40 minutes since Pan Am Flight 73 had landed, and now it was under the control of terrorists. Three of the hijackers were dressed in fake Pakistan security uniforms, while the fourth had on traditional Pakistani robes and carried a briefcase filled with grenades. This hijacker spoke English, and as he firmly pushed Nirja out of the way, he told all the passengers to put their hands behind their heads. A few dozen rows away, 28-year-old passenger Rajesh Kumar Patel stood up instead. Thinking the men were actually Pakistani security officers and thus friendly, he said he was an American citizen. One of the terrorists grabbed Patel, brought him to the front door of the plane, and shot him in the head. Patel's body fell to the ground and the passengers screamed. That's when the leader of the hijackers announced, we want the US government to know that the Palestinians are against them. For the next 16 hours, the passengers waited as their captors negotiated with Pakistani authorities. The hijackers broke into the empty cockpit to use the radio, and they demanded another flight crew be brought to the plane to fly them to Cyprus. The authorities agreed, but claimed that the crew would have to fly in from Europe and they would need to wait. As the hours ticked by, the hijackers grew impatient. By 9 p.m., they were fed up with the delay. They shot a crew member named Maherji Karas, leaving him seriously wounded. The hijackers then told the negotiators they had until 11 p.m. to find a flight crew or more passengers would die. The tension inside the plane rose even higher. At 9.55 p.m., over 15 hours after the Boeing 747 landed, the plane's batteries died and the lights went out. As everything plunged into darkness, the hijackers feared they were being raided by Pakistani military. So they opened fire on the passengers. Nirja Banot was one of the first caught in the blast of machine gun fire. She managed to reach one of the exit doors before she died. A few seconds later, the terrorists threw six of their grenades into the rows of passengers, killing over a dozen of them in the ensuing explosions. Another flight attendant opened another door during the crossfire, and passengers started pouring out of the plane. The hijackers, as frantic to escape the chaos as their victims, joined the rush of passengers running toward the terminal, where Pakistani police intercepted the crowd. The hijackers tried to blend in, but they were quickly pointed out by the passengers they'd attacked. Coming up, the aftermath of the bloodbath. Hi, listeners. Here's a series I think you're really going to like. We all know that medical professionals are trained to give exceptional care. But what about those who use their skills not to heal, but hurt? In the new ParCast series, Medical Murders, you'll discover a disturbing diagnosis that not every doctor wants to extend your life. 
Every Wednesday, Medical Murders introduces you to the worst the medical community has to offer. Men and women who took an oath to save lives, but instead used their expertise to develop more sinister specialties. Join host Alastair Murden as he examines the formative years and motives of history's most infamous killers. Dissecting their medical backgrounds with expert analysis and professional insight provided by practicing MD, Dr. David Kipper. You'll investigate a wide range of heinous healthcare workers, like the general practitioner believed to be the most prolific serial killer in modern history, or the dentist who led a double life as a hitman, or even the doctor and gang member who mixed deadly potions for unhappy housewives to use on their husbands. When it comes to these true crime stories, the only thing the doctor ordered is murder. Follow Medical Murders free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the story. On September 5th, 1986, four armed hijackers took over Pan Am Flight 73 during a scheduled stop in Karachi, Pakistan. After a 16-hour standoff, a mechanical malfunction on the plane startled the terrorists into opening fire on the passengers. The final death toll was 22. Another 150 were injured. The grenade explosions and gunfire accounted for some of the casualties, but many passengers sustained injuries when they jumped from the plane doors. The 36-foot drop resulted in fractures and injuries. The leader of the hijackers had been wounded, too, by his own men. Pakistani commandos found him on the plane with more explosives, but subdued him before he could detonate them. He survived and went on trial with his colleagues in Pakistan in 1988. The leader of the hijackers, named Zafirineh, was a part of the Abu Nadal organization. This terrorist group claimed responsibility for multiple bombings and hijackings during the 70s. Zafirineh later admitted their goal was to get to Cyprus and free other terrorists held there. The four men were sentenced to life imprisonment. But they weren't the only ones assigned blame for the bloodshed on September 5, 1986. Over the course of their investigation, Pakistani authorities found that the negotiators at the airport had known the plane batteries were going to run out. The fact that they did not notify the hijackers or take action to stop the blackout led to widespread condemnation. Additionally, Pan Am and the Flight 73's pilots were criticized for leaving the plane as soon as the hijacking began. Pan Am claimed that the move had been safer for passengers, as a plane on the ground was much easier to handle than one in the air. If the terrorists had made it to the sky, they could have used the plane as a missile or delivered the passengers as hostages to a terrorist stronghold. But they still managed plenty of damage on the tarmac. The hijacking of Pan Am Flight 73 came toward the end of an era when terrorist hijackings were relatively common. But thanks to just how bloody the confrontation became, it hasn't been forgotten. Nor has the bravery of Nirjaba Note, the flight attendant who died helping passengers escape. She was posthumously awarded the Ashok Chakra, India's highest honor for bravery. 
And in 2016, her story and the Flight 73 hijacking were the subject of an Indian blockbuster film. Unfortunately, no amount of awards or films can bring Nirja Banot or the other victims of the hijacking back. The story of Flight 73, no matter how many times it's told, remains a tragedy. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more stories like this, check out the ParCast original, Hostage. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free, from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Andrew Messer, with writing assistance by Ali Wicker. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Killer nurses, deranged doctors, mad scientists. Don't forget to check out the new ParCast original series, Medical Murders. Every Wednesday, meet the worst the medical community has to offer. Men and women who took an oath to save lives, but instead use their expertise to develop more sinister specialties. Follow Medical Murders free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.